So there, this version of Rongo, he he was a hard one, because most of the the atu and stuff I do, they're kind of um, angry, <laughs> you know, kind of like warrior. Yeah, but I was trying to look for someone who was calm and and it was actually Sunny, my partner, who gave me the idea to have have him sort of standing like that. And he's got a taki in his hand too. It's a little uh, manuka branch. And the whole meaning behind this was, um, you know how you have um, you have manuhiri come to your marae and then you have your your toa do, their, do the wero. Yes. And the whole wero is to see if they come in peace or not. Yeah. So this was sort of my homage to the act of the wero and, you know, the seeing if they come in peace or not. So that's why he's holding a taki. Graphic artist Te Honui Tuna is based in Fakatani, and last month he opened his second exhibition of his career based on Atua Māori or Māori gods. He's also the artist behind the Matariki-inspired graphics featured as part of astronomer Dr Rangima Tamwa's book Matariki, Star of the Year, released in 2017. Uh, kia ora, ko te honu tuna tōku ingoa, ko mai tūhoe te iwi, no te waimana hau, ko rāroa me o te nuku oku marae, ko tamaruarangi me Ngātū Koura oku hapu, ko mai tūhoe te iwi, ko mātātua te waka, ko tauranga te awa. And welcome to my exhibition, Atua Gods and Spirits of Aotearoa. In this Tiahika series called Toy, to mean creative, we look at a range of Māori artists in the next few weeks whose art reflects their political beliefs, their historical narratives and stories through their chosen medium. Tonight, Tiahika is in Fakatane and meets Te Honui and his partner, who both have big plans in the next few years, taking his art to the world stage. At the Maria e whakarongo mai ana ki tēnei hōtaka pāho o Tiahika, nau mai tahuti mai ki te kaupapa o tēnei wiki. Ko Justine Murray tēnei, kuau tā koutou kai whakarite. This is Tiahika on RNZ National. Inside the Whakatane Library and Exhibition Space, Te Honui talks about a few of his earlier pieces. We've got a few older works, so this is a bit of colour, bit of painting. Uh, we've got Tangaroa down the bottom, Tāni Mahuta up the top, uh, heavily influenced by um, Incredible Hulk and comic books and all those sort of things. And a uh, big inspiration for this style that I did was um, an artist called Simon Bisley, who's um, got a super graphic contrasty style. If you have a look, um, you'll see that that's why my work looks like it does um, and down here here's just a little couple of little funny things I added into this painting so I've got a little tuna over here because that's my last name so that's a little shout out to my whanau <laughs> over here we've got a coda because one of my hapu is Ngati Koda. I like trying to hide little things when I can um, and this time out the painting up here I wanted to make him huge and grand and sort of unimaginable so over here that's a full-grown Cody tree. So if you imagine seeing a full-grown Cody tree and then you see him, you know, be pretty gobsmacking. <laughs> Atsua, the exhibition, is comprised mostly of sketches. Only two pictures are in colour, one of Tangaroa and Tane Mahuta. Te Hainui explains here the inspiration behind a few of his early sketches. 
Um, over here we've got two, God of War, everybody knows two. Um, the reason he's got, um, he's standing like that and his weapons are so small is because my dad told me a thing when I was younger and it was the better you are at fighting, so this is in um, sort of Modako sense, the better you were, the smaller your weapon was. So in thinking that, I was like, oh, yeah, since he's a god of war. Getting his name out there as an artist began when his partner encouraged him to take on a challenge via social media. This whole exhibition came from an idea from my partner, actually, from my partner, Sunny. She suggested at the end of 2014 to do uh, an a sketch every week for the whole year of 2015 and upload it to social media, and I'd sort of become... A little bit known for doing those sort of things and um, yeah so that ended up just being a challenge and then from that I developed some final drawings like these ones over here and then from that I had an idea um, to take it further you know to have an exhibition so earlier on this year I came in to have a meeting with the museum staff because I wanted to have a big exhibition in 2020 and then then they said oh why not have a smaller one we have an opening coming in July so that's how this whole exhibition came about. So the reason for this one was to um, sort of tease the community on a bigger project coming in two years. And for the people in this community too, to sort of know who I am, you know, sort of just to say, this is who I am, this is the sort of mahi I do. And um, yeah, that's what this whole exhibition's about. And I'm proud to be Māori, so I wanted to share a little bit about me too. Raised in Te Waimana, Te Aunui says that his drawings is largely used with a simple HB pencil. Now, that doesn't mean he's shied away from colour. In fact, he's got a pretty good excuse. Everything's yeah. obviously and pencil. The, the reason why, for ages, was because um, I was scared because I'm colourblind. And people don't really know that. Not okay. Colourblind, yes. It's just certain colours like reds and greens. Blues and purples, even pink and grey look the same to me sometimes. Pink and grey look yeah. the same to you. That's And it's not to say that I can't see all the colours. Some of them I just can't differentiate. So if, if I see a colour that looks red or green to me, if someone tells me it's red, then I'll know, oh, yeah, it's red. And it'll look red as to me after that. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, not many people know that. <laughs> so yeah. Mukor's obviously always black and grey, so that was fine yeah, yeah, for you, Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And usually it's just straightforward when you put colour in Mukor, it's just red. True. White, yeah. you know, like it's not trying to get photorealistic colours like in a colour portrait or something. Yeah, because I was just wondering, yeah. are you ever tempted to add blue or anything? Yeah, Mind yeah, you, yeah. your paintings, there are a colour. Yeah, yeah. And they're quite bold and effective, yeah. but the sketches are... I used to. It's funny, like when I started painting, I, I do colour all the time. But um, I slowly moved towards this. But I, I want to definitely um, master painting mm. and get be comfortable with painting as like I'm comfortable with pencil. But yeah, that's a big reason. Yeah. I, have, I don't, haven't done much colour with these, just because I'm colourblind. As an artist, Te Honui also took up tāmuko, that is the practice of Māori tattoo. But after several years, he's about to retire. So in terms of tāmuko, you have completely retired. Oh, I retire soon. So oh, you like, retire soon? just over a month. I'm about six weeks away from retiring. Do you have to? What, why? So the big reason for that is, um, oh, there are a couple of reasons, but the big one is it's, it just doesn't excite me as much as it used to. And I owe it to everyone getting done from me, you know, to be able to have 100%. Not that I'm doing, like, average work now, but, um, yeah, there are just heaps of other things that excite me more than moko and tattooing, which are filmmaking. I want to get into filmmaking. 
try photography, I want to make video games, make toys, and all based around um, Māori sort of pūrako and stuff. And something like I want to sort of have some sort of represent, representation for our kids on the big screen, you know, and for other Indigenous kids, you know, because the closest one we can sort of relate to lately will be Black Panther, and he's African. In 2017, Professor Dr. Rangima Thamwa published his book Matariki Star of the Year. During his presentations around the country, he featured images created by Te Haunui to represent the nine stars of Matariki. So the reason I draw what I draw is because of my dad. My dad, so he, he used to draw atu at Māori and stuff when he was at school. And he had these sort of drawings up in, up in our house. So I grew up seeing that sort of stuff. And then I became fascinated with drawing muscly men, so like comic book characters and all that. Like Conan. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, all of that's, those. That's the only muscly men I can think and, of. And um, <laughs> it's funny you talk about Rangi Matamura too because I got him to do the writing for me. So all, all the Atua drawings I have in this exhibition, they all have um, descriptions to go along with them and Rangi was kind enough to do the writing. So, for example, in front of us we've got Hinero Matsi 2018, <laughs> Hineraumati is the daughter of Tangaroa and sister of Hine Takurua. So this, oh right, so words by Rangi Matanga. Yeah, yeah. So it's a collaboration the other way. This is just HB pencil, which is the pencil that everyone starts using when they're <coughs> babies. So it's not like a special kind of grade of pencil. So when we talk about your thinking behind your art. What is what does that look like? Do you just come up with the concept in your mind? Oh, so, so for these for these um, atua drawings and stuff that I've done, um, I started off with the you know the main atua that everyone knows like Tane Mauta, Tumatau, and all those ones, and then as I went further on in 2015, you know, I had to start digging a bit deeper, looking for different atua, and I just would look online, look for different sort of writing based on those atua, and I would always try and find at least three sources, so I knew it wasn't just an atua one person made up. So it was one that, you know, you could sort of tell, oh, yeah, it must have been an atua because there's all these different people talking about it. And usually what I'd need is just a little description. I've been doing it for so long, now I can usually get an idea in my head what they're going to look like from one line. Usually one line's enough for me to have an idea what they can look like. So your nine stars um, in the Matariki... Pohutuka um, was my favourite. Oh, cool. Because she was one of the stars that I didn't know about. And for those of you listening, she's related to death. So um, at Cape Reinga, at um, Te Reringa Wairu up north, there's a Pohutukawa tree there, and they say that's where your Wairu goes, and you jump off a rock where the Pohutukawa tree is. And um, when I drew her, I did her mokokowai. And if you look at it, it's kind of reminiscent of, like, the face of a skull, so related to death. So that was a little bit of inspiration for her. And because they're only heads, there's yeah, not the much space. Shots. Yeah, there's yeah, not much right, space to, to work with to, full, yeah. Yeah, to be able to illustrate sort of the, the main that they represent, which is a good challenge, yeah. But so, yeah, my website, um, I'm pretty sure the images are on there. Because So you, you always seem to add your own little, yeah. not twist, but I suppose you yeah. go deep, delve deeper yeah. into that narrative. Just little details where you can try and say who they are without any descriptions. You know, if people will sit there and look at it long enough. Yeah, and it's almost when I look at those images, it's like they're going to come alive. Yeah. You know, that's how yeah. kind of like they're always going to blink at me or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, Because yeah, no, you don't see those sort of like interpretations. No, yeah, really. you don't, you, you know? don't. That's it's always the, the same old, so I'm keen to, yeah, add my drop to this ocean. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
what you're from Waimana? Yeah. So, so um, I was born here in Fakatani, yep. uh, brought up in Waimana. My dad's from Waimana, so that's where my tuna side is from. Yes. And my mum is uh, Karaka. So she's from Ruatoki. That's why I'm my Marae and Ruatoki is Otenuku. But yeah, we grew up in Waimana, a small town, mm. like most small towns around the country. Um, I remember we would buzz out when our school roll would go over 100. Atua <laughs> <laughs> started on July 7. It continues till September 2nd. So this is, is this your first exhibition? My second. Your second. Oh, this is my second solo exhibition. My first one was my last sort of assignment when I was studying. You studied in Waikato? Yeah, I studied at Wintek. Yeah. So little story about that. I originally wanted to go to Massey down in Wellington. Um, didn't get in there because I didn't have enough English credits because I didn't like English. I didn't like reading. And yeah. I think it was really, I didn't like reading anything I didn't care about. But then I ended up um, applying to Wintech in Hamilton and I got in there. So I did a bachelor there, finished in the end of 2013, graduated in 2014. Stressful, but um, learnt a lot, met a lot of good people, um, definitely opened a few doors. And I really wanted to go there just to see what else there was out there creatively. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, did, it did it for you in terms of your yeah. taking your art from the, to the next level? Yeah. And what I've said too to a lot of like young up-and-coming Māori artists is the reason my stuff looks the way it looks is because I look at other forms of art for inspiration, not just Māori art. And then I bring it back to um, you know Māori dim and see what I can do with it. We're looking at two paintings I did of Tane and Tangaroa. The first painting was Tangaroa, which I finished in 2011. Which is the top one? Oh, the bottom one. So oh, the bottom sorry. one's Tangaroa. Oh, yes. And uh, 2011 was also my first year at Wintech. Um, they're heavily influenced by a painter called Simon Bisley, who he's painted Hercules um, Greek mythology is pretty fascinating too eh? and he's got a real like graphic sort of painterly style so he was a big influence on me in high school and the top one I finished so Tane I finished him in 2013 and he was part of a project at Wintech as well so got some credits for him oh so these are like six years old yeah 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 yeah. seven years old in in the case of Tangaroa yeah but um, yeah and you can tell the difference between my style then to now mm. it's definitely gone more away from super comic book style to a, a bit more realistic that you could probably still, do a graphic yeah. novel eh? you could probably yeah, do yeah, something like that eh? yeah. yeah that's graphic novel style 100% the stuff here Do th- are these your earliest stuff yeah oh so these ones are, so they're from 2011 yeah. to yeah. when was I'm just looking at this I think the latest drawing in here would have been like 2015 maybe 16 but um, these are just working drawings. So when I did that, um, all those Atua sketches in 2015, that's what they look like. They look like this. So a lot of these are the ones for the final drawings, which are around us now. So is that, is that Kurungaituku? Yep, that one yes. and that one. Yep. So this one was the original version I did, and then this is a version that I tattooed on someone. So Kurungaituku is kind of like the bird woman in, in terms of Māori Purako, and... What are the other names of these? So this one down here, he oh, he didn't have a name, but he was for a, a back tattoo that I never ended up getting to do. Oh, and he okay. was heavily, heavily influenced from um, the Deadlands. I'm around here, this was... Uh, hmm. I'm not too sure what I was doing here. I think I was just warming up, yeah. sketching. Up here, we've got Tane, Tumatawinga, Tangaroa, and this was going to be Tafiri Matea. 
And this was How old were you when you created this? I mean, were you in first year or something? They were, no, they were... When you were just... 2015, I think. 2015 2015. and 16. Uh, Over here we've got Tangaroa, and he's a kaura because that's my hapu, Ngāti kaura. So I thought... Oh, nice, he had the half warrior, half kaura. I'd find a way for him to be um, related to me personally, and that's how I pictured him. We've got Ruamoko down here. We've got um, Hinemoana. And over here, I think this fella's name was... Mikey Nui or something like that I can't remember his name but he was there's three sort of personifications of sickness and disease and he's one of them So do you draw on any information from books your kaumātua yep. your kuia yep. your, your yep, aunties definitely. A lot of them too I just ask around like on Facebook and stuff ask people if they've got any um, like atua pertaining to their area like in the country a lot of it is just um, yeah just from what I hear really what mm-hmm. I hear what I read and all of this too is they're all just my interpretations yeah. and everyone's got their own interpretations of what they would look like and this is just me adding yeah. to that whole whole thing that whole narrative yeah, eh? yeah that's it because I'm thinking Patsupaiti here feature quite largely yeah. in our, in our yeah, yeah. way, so that yeah and it's just like Tanifai you know everyone will have their own version of what a Tanifai will look like and who's to say that it doesn't look like that and this last piece of course this is the major kind of yeah. big, big piece of the exhibition so this is um, Tane Mahuta and he's from my my drawing of Tāne Mahuta. Oh, right, so you yeah, got yeah. sketch And uh, when I had the meeting for this exhibition, um, one of the coordinators for the show, she suggested that I paint something on the wall, draw something on the wall, and straight away I had an idea of what I would do. And this style is inspired by comic book art, mm-hmm. and one artist in particular, his name is Aaron Hawkey. If you look him up, his stuff is... Insanely detailed, probably the most detailed stuff you'll ever see. Hawkey. Yeah, Aaron Hawkey, H-O-R-K-E-Y. And he's an American fellow, and um, he was one of my big influences in my second and last year of study as well. Yeah, so this was a little bit of a throwback style from those years. And it was, it was also fun doing something different. I'm so used to just working small scale. And you painted this, like, <clears throat> yeah, this freehand? Yeah, this like, is all drawn oh. on, yeah. Yeah, so I projected the image on first just to make sure it was all in proportion. And then, yep, just went in and drew it. Had my phone for reference just to make sure the strokes are in the right place. Mm. Do you like this large-scale type work? Yeah, I do. Yep. Not all the time because I, I just not as fun for me, the process. Because <laughs> I was sore after this. Right. But, yeah, yeah I, I definitely do like doing it sometimes just because you you know, it's a bit more grand standing and having to move your whole body to look at the whole thing. So you mentioned earlier before, Te Hainui, that you have obviously big plans on the pipeline. Yeah. So is this about taking your art to that next level? Yeah, that's it. Filmmaking. So the way I see all these things happening now, um, I see them all as just being stepping stones, you know, and all learning curves to be able to make big films. And the reason I want to do all those things, other than appreciating those forms of art, is... Um, to affect more people, you know, to affect more of our people, give um, our people something to be inspired by, you know, our own stories. You know, all our stories are all epic, but um, there aren't many people telling them. And also, too, like, because I'm I'm a huge sort of believer in quality. If you look at my work, like, I've scrutinised over them for hours and hours. Mm, Yeah, 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 that's it. And I think I've said this heaps of times, too, is... If, even if a million people say that it's good enough and I don't think it's good enough and I know I can do better, I'll do better. Yeah. And I think there's not enough of us 
doing that with our own work and you know not giving the the stories the amount of time and effort that they deserve. So that's yeah, that's why I want to take all of my stuff towards film and all those sort of things, just to show that you know we can do it big, we can do it better than anyone can expect. So follow your own path, um, be different, um, be brave, because it takes those brave people to to change the world, really. So um, yeah, I'm hoping to be one of those people. Kia ora, graphic artist Te Hau Nui Tuna. Tēnei te mihi atu ki a koe, kua whaiwa nei uh, ki te tukua mai tō kōrero, kia mātou o te ahika. That's the show for another week. Uh, don't forget next Sunday we bring you another episode in this series called Toy. Hoki mai, hei tērā wiki e tū mai nei, hei kōna mai. I know